God With Us podcast. My name is Nicholas. I'm Deja. And here on this platform, we have practical conversations that are centered around Christ to bring about knowledge, revelation, and better understanding to all who listen. So if this is your first time, welcome. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. And let's jump right into today's topic. And today's topic is, I think we're going to call this one, You Can Play Offense Too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to have this conversation because I feel like as Christians, we become super passive as far as um, when it comes to warfare, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to walking and living in the spirit. I feel like uh-huh. we live a lot in the flesh and I feel like we take for granted just how real this war is between us, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. And um, I feel like Christians are more reactive than active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk about, you know, you can play offense too. Yeah, I want to uh, just say something. I always hear a lot like, um, you know, well, Jesus died. That's what he died on the cross for, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't have to fight against the enemy. I don't have, like, you don't have a part to play because Jesus came and just did it all. Right. No, 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 no. Before we even get into this, Jesus came and he died for your your eternity. Now, what's going on here is another ball game, and you need to get in your word to understand that. But, mm-hmm. like, he died as a sacrifice so we could go to heaven. <laughs> and so it doesn't, all of that doesn't just wash away all the things on uh, that we do here on earth. And so... Um, I think it was Tiffany. She was talking about, was that her or was that Kevin? And they were like, if you jumped off a bridge, you know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, I'll let it come back to me. But anyways, you're not just cool anymore. Like, you know, you're not just everything. Yeah, you don't, you have a part to play. Yeah, you got a part to play. Like, the devil will still still get to mess with you according to the word. Like, you, you still have um things you have to participate in and do to be um to live a life of i don't know what i'm trying to say just to live a life of not freedom yeah our freedom you can't just do whatever and then be like you know i'm still living free the devil can't mess with me that's what i'm trying to say yeah so yeah. yeah that's the point i wanted to make before we get into this because some people have that mindset and have been taught that mindset, unfortunately, that Jesus paid the price for everything. But let's get technical. Let's get into the scripture. It's for your, for your life in heaven, for your eternity. It's almost like um, I've noticed it's almost like a spiritual cockiness. Yeah. It's like. I'm saved. Devil can't do nothing to me. I'm, you know, I got the blood of Jesus. I got, mm-hmm. I got Christ. The the spirit that lives in me is greater than the one that lives in and the world. And that's fine. But how how which is are you true, living? But that doesn't mean you get to live. However, according yes. to the flesh, live for mm-hmm. the world and yeah. and have a lukewarm walk. Yeah, you and don't. And be sloth like in your faith in your walk with Christ. And think that nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. but I, I want to highlight in this episode and just talk about how just because you're saved, you can be saved for 50 years 60 years but you still have to walk with jesus and you still have a part to play Mm -hmm. and um i feel like we're more reactive than active and i want us to know that we don't always have to just succumb to the enemy's 
plans and be mm-hmm. responsive to what he does. We can make him uncomfortable. Yeah. We have authority. We have the power in Jesus' name to, you know, bring about discomfort to what he's got going on and disrupt his plans so they mm-hmm. don't even come into our lives. And I feel like we do a bad job of waiting until we get the bad doctor's report. We wait yeah. till the divorce happens or the infidelity or we wait until uh, the car accident and then we want to pray and then, and then we want to fast yeah. and then we want to get on our but stuff. Yeah, we can play offense and we can just be active and we can just fast and we don't have to fast just because it's the new year or because mm. we want something. We just fasting to be yeah. to be living in the spirit. We yeah. just fasting not to succumb mm-hmm. to this flesh or mm-hmm. we don't have a reason to play pray, but we just going to pray. Yeah. Like the Bible says, pray without season. Mm-hmm. Like always be praying, pray just when you have an opportunity, and I think that is where we are, you know, we have, there's a disconnect in the body, I feel like, because we're so passive and we don't understand just how much warfare is going on around us. Yeah, uh, I want to bring up 1 Peter 5, 8. Um, it says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And so that right there tells you he is on the hunt. And so he's prowling around looking for someone to devour. And so if you know anything about lions, they like to attack their enemy when they are distracted, vulnerable, and um, not on alert. And so if you're not in this praying in the spirit, if you're not, you know, in communion with Jesus, your guard is down and that those shields, that armor of God is not really around you. You can't say it is if you're not walking with Christ. And so the enemy has every legal right, every opportunity to come and devour you. Mm-hmm. And so and then that's usually when he comes. And I think he... I think it's good to be active and mm-hmm. always alert and not to be paranoid or anything. Yeah, No, it's not about not that. to think, oh, I'm always going to be attacked or the, <clears throat> the enemy's prowling around. It's like stay active like stay alert Mm -hmm. like my dad always says stay ready so you don't have to get ready yeah i think we should always just stay ready stay alert and by staying ready we keep ourselves living in the spirit not living in the flesh and we're alert to what's around us and we're in communion with the holy spirit because there's stuff going on he's always speaking Mm -hmm. and now we're not caught off guard all the time and we're not always reacting to what the enemy's doing we actually can be ahead sometimes yeah for and sure. just pre- just prevent yeah for sure what are some ways you feel like you stay ready keep um, you staying um ready and um just having your like defense up against the enemy well um one of the best ways is fasting i feel like when for i'm sure. fasting i'm just more alert to whatever god is speaking mm-hmm. and then I'm intentional about my prayer because it's like, okay, I'm fasting. I need to make time mm-hmm. to pray and hear and listen. But um, I just made a habit, like even when I'm in the car, kind of just like listening, mm-hmm. listening for what God has to say. So every time I don't hear something or, you know, just releasing how I feel, or what I'm going through and praying, or when I feel the urge of my spirit to pray, just releasing prayers or yeah, uh, I remember a scripture in my spirit and I just declare it decree it i made a habit of that and yeah uh not just because it's always i'm I'm gonna get something or something's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but it's just a way to stay alert Mm -hmm. and stay ready i feel like yeah that's good um what's about to say 
um, not just praying, but I've learned to pray differently now with scripture Mm -hmm. because now you are confessing and you're declaring the word of God. And so when you're saying scripture out loud, it's literally like your sword against the enemy. It's your, um, your help is being sent. Your armor is being put on because God responds to the word and his angels hearken to the word of God. And so every time you say that those scriptures, God is honoring it. So no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And um, I don't know the full context, but you know, of the scripture, I don't know what else it says, but like, of course, if you're living a righteous and repented life, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I'm declaring that. And that is my defense is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so instead of just, you know, Lord, thank you for protecting me. Nothing's wrong with that. I still pray that on a daily, but like, I just notice a difference when, and I notice a shift in my spirit when I'm declaring scripture, because that is the word. And God is not a man that he shall lie. He's going to honor his word. And so, no, and that's powerful because I don't think that's another thing. Like the word is our sword. That's yeah. our only offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. And we talking about offense, but when it says you put on the full armor of God, yeah, you have that. a helmet, a breastplate, a yeah, belt, uh-huh. a shield. <coughs> Excuse me. And then your your sword. Everything else is for defense, but your mm-hmm. sword is the only thing that's for offense. Mm-hmm. And so when Satan was tempting Jesus, mm. Jesus didn't use anything except the word of God. Yeah, he did. He knew it. Satan knows it too. And Jesus quotes scripture three times away from me, Satan. It's written. It is written. It is written. And Satan eventually was just like, all right, I'm going to come tempt him at another time. Yeah. But that shows you how powerful it shows you how powerful the word is. That's literally Mm -hmm. your sword. And so you're killing stuff in the spirit. And it might seem like, oh, it's just a Bible verse. But I've Mm -hmm. learned the importance of scripture. Yeah. And man, I. I got highlight scripture highlighted all over the Bible app mm-hmm. and just like in our closet and stuff. And mm-hmm. just, I've learned to just decree them even when I don't feel like it. Like I just learned Isaiah 18. Mm-hmm. I love that one. I keep saying that. I say that almost every day, devise mm-hmm. a plan. It will fail. Make a prediction. It will come to nothing mm-hmm. for God is with us. And I, you yeah. just speak that and it's powerful. And so that's how I found a way to be offensive and active instead of reactive and just, you know, even though you can't see it, you might not feel it. Yeah. Stuff is know. going on. That is your offensive weapon. You're slinging a sword, which is God's word, and it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think the same for me. Definitely fasting and praying and, you know, uh, for sure fasting because not just because, you know, I'm, I'm more in tune to what God is saying, but now that, like you kind of said, now that I'm not eating, that time is supposed to be made up for me in communion with God. And so I'm I'm praying more, I'm listening more, I'm reading more. And so just by doing those things, man, you kind of like 10 steps ahead of the enemy, I feel like, mm-hmm. just by, you know, doing that part. And so, um, yeah, just that, but hearing God, because he keeps you on alert as well. He might say something. He might tell me to pray for something. He might tell me to pray for somebody, or he might tell me to pray about something. Or, you know, you just might feel the nudge in your spirit to do that. And so, yeah. And also, um, when I'm not fasting, 
making sure I take some quality time to read and to uh, say my prayers and to be repentful. Is that a word? Repentful. So, so, like, you know, I'm not always fasting 24-7. I'm not always praying in the Spirit 24-7. But, Lord, you know, I repent. If there's anything between me and you, you know, deal with me, deal with my heart because you know my heart. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sin is the perfect way the is the number one way the enemy enters into your life and so you know if there's anything in my heart that is is going against god and his word i always want to deal with that and ask and pray for him to you know help help me with that so i can you know not be an open attack Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i want to talk about uh just what i've learned as far as being on the offensive side mm-hmm. and being active, mm-hmm. like what that's looked like. It's actually been super uncomfortable and it's been an inconvenience, if I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like now, ever since God has shown me and highlighted to me the seriousness of being aware, being alert, being responsive and react acting instead of reacting, like being on offense is a lot of hard work. And I think that's why a lot of people may not want to do it. Yeah. But um, I want to talk about just the people we've come across, just like listening to John Ramirez's testimony. Mm. Okay. He was in the occult. He was worshiping Satan. Oh, yeah. And he just talked about the seriousness of it. And it was it's just mind blowing the dedication to Mm. his lowercase g, God. And he was so devoted to Satan. He was going nights without sleeping he's drinking blood he's making sacrifices he's going to the cemetery he's digging up bodies he's making animal sacrifices they got uh he said he had they had demonic church where he would be in there for more than 12 hours oh yeah and they don't play he said like they really taking this stuff serious and he said mm-hmm. when he got saved and converted to a christian he noticed the only devotion we have we go to church I'm we sad. halfway listen for an hour and he's like the reason I was so successful in doing what I was doing to Christians when I was in witchcraft mm-hmm. is because y'all lazy. Yeah, he said he loves um, when they would go to the clubs. And um, I don't know if he was what he was doing in particular, but probably spells and curses and trying to recruit and um, doing just Satan's work. But he said in the clubs, he would love to see Christians in the clubs because you're drinking you're a Christian. You're in the club. You're drinking. You're doing all this stuff. That is, we they he said he they hated. Well, he hated at that time Christians. That's his main target. That's that verse that you just read. Yeah. He walks around like a prowling lion. He's yeah. waiting for you to get your guard down. I don't care about these other people. They don't even believe in God, and their their destiny is already doomed to go to hell. So. Let me get the people who do love God and who do know who God is. But in here doing stuff that they're not supposed to. And so, yeah, yeah that's right there, not so, playing offense. And just hearing, it's a bunch of other people's <clears throat> testimony. Like yeah. Jenny Weaver, she talked about her dedication, like all the stuff that she used to do and to curse people and do witchcraft on mm-hmm. people and, you know, just devoted and serious about I it. I want to uh, say something, too. I've heard another girl that I like to listen to. I don't forgot her name. Anyways. And she talks about her coming out of the cult. She was born into the cult and she got saved. Julie? But, yeah, Julie. Uh-huh. But she just talks about how 
they're, they were serious about their occult practices, their witchcraft and stuff. And like, she even mentioned like what, one time when they were doing a prayer, posture, your posture. But sometimes I'm like, I find myself lazy with my praying. And it's like, she mentioned like, oh no, they're doing a praying for some evil stuff, trying to like conjure up some um, familiar spirits to hear stuff. And the witch is like, no, you got to sit like this. You got to do this. You got to do this. We got to sit. We got to hold hands because they know the importance of community and communion. And they know the importance of, you know, when two join together, they know scripture. Mm -hmm. They They know how to use scripture because they understand principles. Now they've twisted, but they understand the scriptures. And it's like, it's just a a full out devotion. And so John Ramirez is highlighting, was highlighting like when I got saved. Man, all all Christians do is give an hour on Sunday, but there's yeah. no devotion from Saturday, from Monday to Saturday. And so <clears throat> in our previous season, God really showed me like what it looks like to be on offense. I remember mm-hmm. him just waking me up at mm-hmm. midnight, waking me up at three in the morning, three waking me up morning. at four in the morning and just saying pray and just yeah. leaving me, just leaving me up. Wake up and pray. Yeah. That's all he would say. Wake up and I pray. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Pray for your kids right now. Pray for your family. Pray for this person. People I didn't, people I didn't even know or was cool with or had contact with. He was like, that person you saw today, wake up and pray for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was super inconvenient and uncomfortable. And it didn't necessarily manifest into I saw a bunch of action <laughs> and a, yeah. a bunch of miracles. But it showed me, okay, to be alert. And then also, um, you know, when you're asleep, you're in a vulnerable state and the enemy never sleeps. And so when yeah. you're asleep, the enemy's up and he's working and he's plotting and he's scheming and bringing about a whole bunch of things to to your detriment. And so I feel like the part of being offensive is praying that stuff before it even comes and hits your doorstep. Yeah. I like when That's Tiffany a, said mm-hmm. she was like, you know, God is a miracle worker, but he's also a preventer of mm-hmm. disaster. Like don't wait until you get the disease, the yeah. bad doctor's report, uh-huh. the cancer, to start praying for your health. Pray for your health now. Pray for your kids before. Pray that your kids never get sick. Pray that yeah, you never right. get the divorce. Yes. Start being offensive and yeah. don't even let the enemy's plans hit your household. Uh-huh. We have that authority. Yes, we But do. it's going to take work. We can't just be passive and be like, you know, Jesus died for me. Oh, well. Uh-huh. No. Go to work. You know, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you're going to have to call a fast. And not feel like it. You're going to have to wake up and lose some sleep sometimes. You might mm-hmm. have to pull an all-nighter. But what amazed me was these people don't even believe in God. They worshiping the devil. And they in their house not even going to sleep. <laughs> they going to church for 12 hours. They going to places and trying to curse people and, and kill people. And they're really devoted. And how, how can I not wake up and pray over my kids? And I'm a man of God. How can I not pray over my yeah. wife and my household, myself, and just commune with God? Yeah. Because you might not even be praying for anything. You might just be sitting in the presence of the Lord. He might need you up, though. Mm-hmm. And when you're praying, you God is protecting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. And um, and also when you're praying and saying, like I was saying earlier, saying those scriptures, your help is being sent. And so your spiritual help, which is God's angels, they're, they're on guard. 
And so, like, praying and declaring Psalm 91 over your, your life and over your day and over just anything for protection. This is specifically for protection. But now the angels are on guard, and they're going to gather you in your, their arms if you as much as dash your foot against the stone because you made God your dwelling place because you, mm-hmm. you know, you confide in him and you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a practical example. You want to talk about when we were going to the fair? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is another thing we were talking about, how just being sensitive to God's voice mm-hmm. and, you know, that that urging you feeling your spirit, mm-hmm. be sensitive to it and start responding to it because mm-hmm. it is God tugging on you. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were uh, driving to the fair, and um, but our kids were driving with their grandparents, and um, we're just on the highway. You know, we're not necessarily there yet. We probably have, like, maybe another 40 minutes to get down there. And I just instantly just felt like, okay, I need to pray for them. And so I just prayed for them, and I told them to, and I kind of made that face like, I really feel like I should pray for the kids. And uh, so I just prayed over them, and, and then, um, like, right as we're about to get there, somebody hits the back of their car, the car that our kids were in, and it's like, dang. Yeah. Now it makes sense, because it could have been total whiplash. Whiplash. Somebody could have got, got hurt. hurt. It was just a dent, <clears throat> but, but yeah. we were at a red light. And we were at a red light, light and somebody just like smacks them behind, yeah. maybe on their phone or just, you know, not paying attention. Yeah, and it was a hit and run and they just yeah, left. Yeah, and they just left. And so it's like, what was that about? Yeah. And it's like, those are the times where it's like, dang, number mm-hmm. one, thank you, God, for saying something. Yeah. But he's not always going to be like, pray for this, this, and this. You got to yeah. start trusting and have faith and be mm-hmm. like, you know what, Lord? I don't even know what it is, but. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to know your word, to know scripture, because now you need to yield that sword. But you don't have anything to take from your vault, your memory, because yeah. you don't know it. Mm-hmm. It It's not that your prayers aren't significant, but it's not God's word. And his angels yeah, respond to powerful. his word and they're powerful. So yeah. it, it's good to have a vault. And if you don't yeah. have scripture memorized, pull your phone out. Mm-hmm. Or pull, start writing it down. And start writing it down. When you'll, I started writing it down you'll start my memorizing phone, it. I started memorizing it. But yeah, that was just a time where it's like he said pray. And mm-hmm. then she prayed, and then here comes this accident, and it's just stuff like that. You were on the offensive end and mm-hmm. not just defensive. What if something were to happen? Yeah. What if it, they did have I mean, whiplash? they were in the back, so what if they, you know, if they, they got hit from the back, they probably would have got the worst of it because it wasn't like they were driving. They yeah. were parked, boom, the kids would have really got probably What hurt. if they weren't buckled in, right? You yeah, know, little uh-huh. stuff like that. What if one of them <clears throat> falls out the seat and then – then we'll want to start praying. Then we'll yeah, want to start And then, oh, God, why you let this happen? But or, it's like, mm-hmm. play offense. And mm-hmm. so that's what God has been showing us. And I, I think it's critical. And um, and that's our job as Christians. We I should think, be praying. Yeah, I think we shouldn't be so prideful about our walk yeah. and our righteousness and yeah. salvation that we mm-hmm. feel like the job is done. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus is the prime example. He was always working. Yes. And not just doing religious stuff and doing stuff. to. He always stepped away He said. Pray. I'm always working because my father in heaven is always working. Mm-hmm. So God true. the Father is always working. And Jesus was nonstop with it. Mm-hmm. He sacrificed sleep. He sacrificed food. He sacrificed communion with others. Mm-hmm. And he just like, man, I got to. 
even though I preached all day, I got to go on this mountain and pray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you just see he's always in communion with the Father. And so another thing is, there's some warfare you just can't pray away. Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. There's some warfare that's just going to come, mm -hmm. but your prayer life and you being on the offensive and you being in communion with God will just get you will give it. you the mm -hmm. grace and it'll be the vehicle for you to get through the season that you're going through that yeah, is going to come no good. matter what. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus was never surprised when the enemy came. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like, when he rebuked the storm, they was trying to get to the other side mm -hmm. and go preach. He wasn't caught off guard. No, he was praying right. on the mountain. Then he goes to his disciples, and then this, this storm comes. He's not he's surprised. Asleep. Yeah, he's chilling. And I like to bet that the father already told him what was up. Mm -hmm. Hey, be prepared for this. Mm -hmm. He might have not have said what specific, but hey, yeah. keep your guard up. Stay, mm -hmm. pray, stay prayed up. And so he was already prayed up. He's already full of the spirit. And so he, he man, that I rebuke you, Storm. That makes me think of um, Paul when he was on the ship. Yeah. God already told him that all of that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. But even, like, I feel like the other people, like, they were just so panicky and um, worried because they, they weren't in relationship with God. Paul, I'm sure he probably was like, man, the boat is still gonna wreck. It's still gonna hit. We're we're it's gonna go down. We're going through this storm, but he's like, okay, God already told me that I'm gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna make it. That's what yeah. he told him. He was like the angel of the Lord. I don't know if he said the angel of the Lord. I don't or think he did. He said, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna be fine. But I'm sure in his stomach, he still was like, uh, no, not doubting, but like, man, you know, you still, imagine you still going had to go through it. Imagine being tossed and froed on the boat and then the boat wrecking and then going into the water and trying to get it's to the cold they couldn't yeah. eat mm -hmm. oh yeah they didn't eat and stuff they were throwing yeah. stuff off the boat and so like all of that has some sort of like anxiety and overwhelmingness to it but he already you know was in his prayer time with god and he already heard and he already knew and already so now he has faith so now i feel like his part that he was playing was the faith like okay i believe God's already said it's done. All right, we're going to get to this. We're going to end up getting to shore. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And I, I want to piggyback off that because he made a lifestyle out of being in communion. Yeah, he did. With mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't wait until it was that, yeah, like, that hey, season Lord, of trouble. And then be yeah, like, uh -huh. oh, I'm going to call out to you now. I'm going to call mm -hmm. out to you now. You know, everybody's season is different. Sometimes people do find God in the darkness. Yeah, they do. But mm -hmm. I'm talking for those that are, are <laughs> saved and are walking with walking with Christ Excuse and, me. you know, want to go to another level. I would say make a good practice of mm -hmm. uh, being attentive to God, you mm -hmm. know, being in relation with him, speaking to him about anything, listening for what he has to say, staying prayed up, staying prayerful. Yeah. And then you always got to hit your knees, but like. Worship is not just a song. Like, mm -hmm. Lord, I bless you. It's a Fa lifestyle. Father, you're good. I think. I think. Lord, you're a promise a keeper. Lord, you're a you're a good guy. You're not a liar. You said all things work together for good of those who love you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, that's how we can be in communion with Him and be alert. Yeah. And worship is is a protection too. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, the enemy does not like worship. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I've learned about worship. Yeah, and um, you talked about worship. So it's like sometimes you can just sit and I like to sit and listen just to some worship music, pray in the spirit, 
sometimes I don't have words and I don't know what to pray for. So I just pray in tongues. Yeah. I don't. But I know the spirit is praying for me. So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not being um, lazy in my walk. Yeah. You got a part to play. For real, you do. So I think we need to know that. I yeah. think everybody needs to know that. Because I've heard one too many times, like, you don't have to do anything. It's not about works. I feel like people are abusing it and taking yeah. it to the next level. No, it's not about works. The things that you are doing. So, like, all the stuff we just talked about, that doesn't get you into heaven. What gets you into heaven is a relationship and accepting him, accepting Jesus. That does get you into heaven. And no, it's not about all of this stuff. But sometimes, not sometimes, doing these doing these things do help in certain areas. Yeah. And so, like, praying every day and being into, hold on, first of all, let's rewind. To have a relationship with God, you got to be praying and you got to hear him and you got to know what he's saying. So, yeah, it's not about works, but how are you going to have a relationship with God if you're not praying and talking to him? Yeah. So now you do got to pray. So that is the work that is involved in it. We not, we're not just a, a defensive-minded mm-hmm. body. We can't yeah. just always just have a shield and just be like, yeah. oh, God's going to protect me. God's gonna, at some point, you have to fight back. Mm-hmm. And I think we're missing the fight back. Yeah, and it's not just you do gotta do we get to work. just call on God and He does everything. Yeah, because He's given us authority, and He's given us His Spirit, and now we have to go out and do. Yeah, and so He does fight for us, but I feel like He really fights for you when you're doing. Yeah, you got a part to play. You yeah. can't just be like, you know, God got me. No, God you got can't. me. The Spirit in me is greater than the one that's in the world. No, yeah, you have to still pray you still have to still you uh, gotta utilize that spirit you know, that's in you yeah you gotta utilize it yeah good. that's good and so um just knowing god now that i know my authority and the power that lives inside of me mm-hmm. nobody gets to nobody gets to come and try to put curses on me and do witchcraft you don't get mm-hmm. to try, try to come disrupt my household satan you don't get to come try yeah. to disrupt my marriage you don't get to just come make my life uncomfortable and i'm supposed to just deal with it mm-hmm. and just put my shield up until I die yeah. and not fight back with yeah. this sword. So that's what I'm saying. Being on, on offense, it doesn't matter if I had the greatest day of my life. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if everything's going perfect in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just be ready for whatever's coming next because yeah, something's sure. coming. And not to be paranoid, No, but yeah. God is starting to show me, and I need to get better at this. Okay, your kids are fine right now. Pray for your grandkids. Mm-hmm. Pray for your great grandkids. Start praying for the next generation that's gonna that's gonna be like uh, what's the, bearers of the prayers that you mm-hmm. already leave. Yeah, right. Like leave them a, a spiritual legacy. Yeah. Start praying for your kids' marriage. Start praying for mm-hmm. like that's what faith does. We don't just stop just because everything's good. We don't just yeah. stop in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like let our prayers outlast us. Start mm-hmm. warring for the relationship your child's gonna be in in 10 years like that's what i'm saying being on the offense yeah i've noticed when i haven't played offense and when i kind of let my guard down and start getting lazy i don't really feel like it and there's days you don't you just notice a difference you Mm -hmm. notice the enemy start toying with your mind doubt starts to creep in just unnecessary things because you've given him that leeway no matter what no matter how i want to slice it i've given him that open 
door. And I'm not talking about like, you know, open the demonic door, but I've given him that entryway for him to come in and to even mess with me. Yeah. Because I'm being lazy. I'm being sloth like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is a difference and it does matter. Yeah. It does matter. Anything else you want to touch on this? No. Do you want to give anybody some advice who who maybe wants some advice on, you know, man, what is some st- what are some steps I can take to, that's not overbearing, because I know we said a lot, fast, Wait, pray, this, that, just some steps to uh, be guarded, guarded up in the spirit. Here's what I would say. I would say just, to, just on how to play offense. Well, this is what I've learned, and it's helped me. I got this. I don't know if the camera's gonna see this, but this is just all scripture. Mm-hmm. It's just all scripture, and it's um, at one point in time it was just like I, I, it was a necessity. Anytime I had a moment, fifteen minutes to myself or an hour, yeah. I'm just going and speaking this scripture out loud because mm-hmm. faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you hearing the word of God, it's boosting your faith, and so I just feel like. That was helpful for me. It was protection for me. It was not just protection, but it was awareness. Okay, God, your word says this. Mm-hmm. So no matter how I feel, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what the enemy's telling me, mm-hmm. this is what your word says. Yeah. The angel of the Lord encamps around all those who fear him and delivers them. Mm-hmm. I fear you. I fear you. You encamp, you encamp around me, though, mm-hmm. and you do, you're going to deliver me. So that's that's that faith that boosts my faith. Yeah. And so Satan, okay, you might have given me a flat tire or I might have this bad doctor's report, but this is what God's word says. And so that's yes. my sword. Yes. And so even on a sunny day and everything's going right and I got some free time, it was good when I was in the season to just angel of the Lord and camps around all those who fear him and delivers him. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. And, you know, just making a habit of quoting scripture over your life. I also have mm-hmm. one for our kids. It's just... Bunch of scripture, bunch of scripture, bunch of scripture. And so it's you can pray it over them while they're sleeping. Or like when I'm putting them to sleep, I'll just go through my phone and just speak them out loud. Speak them out loud and yeah. declare God's word over my life. And I think I, that's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's really good, the uh, scripture. And I think that's a really good way to start, especially if you feel like, man, I, I don't even really even be praying. I don't even, you know, that's really good. Just uh, I was about to say YouTube. Wow, Google is a really good way. Um, you can type in like scriptures for protection, scriptures for anxiety, scriptures for mm-hmm. love, scriptures for you know whatever you feel that you know. God, not even God. Whatever you feel like you're going through, or whatever you feel like you want to start praying over and and um, speaking over your life. Yeah, and then you can go pick maybe. Five of them, write them, you know, we're always on our phone, put them in your notes or, you know, if you want to write it down, write them down and then start saying them. Mm -hmm. And then now you got categories and sections because I do. I got scriptures for anxiety, scriptures for this, scriptures for my kids, scriptures for my marriage, scriptures for God's love and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And then you look up, you know, all the scripture, then you get to reading and it all starts making sense. Yeah. So that's really good. And I, um. I forget this lady's name. I saw her on YouTube, but she was just talking about how she always had these bad dreams. She used to have these nightmares and like demonic dreams, like 
fighting in her dreams and a bunch of stuff. Mm. And then she said she kept going to sleep. It kept happening. And then <coughs> one day she stayed up. Mm. And so the demons that came to try to visit her in her dreams, she was up. Like, what's going on? Let's do, <laughs> let's do it. So she mm. wasn't caught off guard. And God has done that to me because one, oh, yeah. one thing about being on offense, it's not necessarily that you've already won the fight. Or it's not going to be a fight. Yeah. You just know it is a fight. Yeah. And I think a lot of us get caught with our pants down. And so we stumbling and we don't know. We just got hit over the head. Mm -hmm. But God has told me, woken me up, like, mm -hmm. wake up and pray. Yep, me too. And then one of our kids has a nightmare. Or I see you moving in your sleep and you're restless. Or mm -hmm. I, I hear and see the attacks of the enemy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, Okay, I don't need to be lacking right now. I don't need to be asleep. Get yeah, my butt up. Uh, I need to start pray. worshiping. I mm -hmm. need to start praying. I need to combat what's already been coming against Released, me. Yeah. And so it's not it's not that there wasn't a fight. Yeah. It's that now you know, you're aware. I remember one time when we were at Seasons, uh this is when we first got like set on fire and uh y'all was asleep, everybody was asleep. And then I was praying. Oh, you got to And uh, I, I felt like it was a presence in the house that shouldn't have been there. It was an evil presence. Mm -hmm. And it was it was really bothering Nyla. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, mm -hmm. she would wake up in the middle and of the night. Screaming. She would wake up screaming. And scream. Mm -hmm. And I remember just praying. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, get up and go deal with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. I was like, hold on, Lord. Now, come on. What do you mean deal with it? It was like. Get up, and go. No, we never used to want to go and in her room. I was that's like, not healthy. That's, I was like, bro, that was definitely I ain't something. Going out there. And it was pitch black, and we in a little apartment, yeah. but it was still pitch black. Like you couldn't see, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. And I was like, no, Lord, come on now. And then he was like, get up, go out there, like take your authority. You got to though. And mm -hmm. I went out there, <laughs> and I'm just. <laughs> I think I was speaking in tongues a little bit, and I just was <laughs> declaring. It was a soft voice, and I was, I was a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie, but I heard her screaming <laughs> as soon as I got out there. Yeah, dang. she started screaming as soon as I walked out there, and I and my heart dropped, and I was like, "Dang!" Yeah, I, now he this already makes sense. he already yeah. told me and alerted me to be ready and be um, mindful that this is about to pop off, and so she's screaming in the room. And then I just start praying, and then she, ca she calms down. <laughs> she calms play. down, and she usually runs out of the room and comes mm -hmm. and gets us, but she calmed down, stopped crying, and she went back to sleep. And I went back like, okay, yeah. You didn't go in? Didn't close my... No. Nah, no, I was messing with you. I stood right in the living room. <laughs> I didn't go all the way in the room. But oh, yeah. that is hilarious. So just being, just being offensive-minded and understanding your authority... And um, and understanding you do have just, a part to play. Yeah, just not getting caught lacking. And I think we just have a responsibility <laughs> to, to, you know, steward the anointing God has given us well and just not be passive. It's always something to do. Mm -hmm. And not, I'm not talking about religious stuff. I'm saying Jesus always found something productive to do. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't preaching, he was teaching. If he mm -hmm. wasn't teaching, he was healing. If he wasn't healing, he was casting out demons. If he wasn't casting out demons, he was praying. Mm-hmm. Then he slept because you got to rest, too. So we're not saying be paranoid and, and uh, walk around anxious and, oh, the devil might be attacking me. No, 
just be mindful. But just don't be a la la land. We, we don't like, wrestle la, 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 with flesh and blood. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is a spiritual war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's not a fight. It's a war. Yeah. Like it's it's chaos going on right now in the spirit, and we have a part to play, and we can, um, you know, yield this sword and play offense. We got to know God's word. We got to speak God's word. We got to be in communion with God because he gives us insight. There's insight uh-huh. about the future, about the attacks from your enemies, about the attacks to your life when you're walking in communion with God. So uh, that's what I mean by offensive. That's why I wanted to have this conversation. I think that was a really good topic. I want to end with um, Ephesians 6, 11 and 13. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That are, that shows you right there that so you may you need a be, whole suit for this. You may be able to stand against the enemy. Yeah. So that means it's a fight. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness in this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And so our fight is not with the things that we can see. So. The things that we're going to do to combat it is they're going to be those spiritual things, praying, fasting, uh, speaking and saying and declaring the scriptures. And so I think I think that's a good scripture to end off on. Yeah. Understanding, you know, you have to put on the armor of God, understanding that you, you know, you do have a, a part to play. Mm-hmm. So that's all for me. Yeah, that's all. Well. We'll see y'all next time. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.